0: Okay, summer we are, this is, so this is for this Thursday. Have we
1: just started?
0: Yeah, we're starting. Were you going to play something before? You know the song. Oh, okay. I'm breaking some rules. You've
1: really been breaking rules like You know,
0: there, we, we've got some classic episodes on the way. Um this is a special one because we're about to go on tour. Okay. You know? A
1: tour special. You it's say. a tour
0: special, a family special.
1: Great. Okay.
0: So I mean, yeah, we're about to this is so this is coming out. Again, we're we're backlogging some episodes, so we have to be very aware of what time it is okay. in for everyone else. Uh-huh. It's this Thursday the 9th.
1: Sure. Yeah. So okay, we leave on Friday, we'll be driving down to south by southwest and um, then we'll be driving across the country and if you live basically in the midwest, the pacific northwest or like mountain central. Like Colorado. Yeah, I don't Wyoming. I never know what to call you, Colorado. What are you? Who are you? You're so mountain. So Colorado area? is southwest? technically part of the southwest. Yeah. yeah. Feels more i don't know
0: it doesn't though yeah yeah
1: okay well there's uh,
0: like good good taco uh that's happening. how you
1: can tell but we have good taco in we Detroit. Have, we have our well, own
0: we're an anomaly though yeah like because uh, we have southwest detroit yes you know uh-huh um New York, bad taco. Mm-hmm.
1: That is true. Good street food, but no good taco.
0: No good taco. It's just, it's just not the the flow of immigration did not bring good taco to New York. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Boston, not a good taco. Uh huh. Vermont, no good tacos. Right. Indiana, not a taco place.
1: Totally. But.
0: Colorado. Good taco. Good taco. Reliable. You know that's how we yeah. we've crossed into a a, uh-huh. a subsect a for zone. sure, Taco Zone,
1: um, bad pizza, really
0: horrendous pizza.
1: You are that. I mean, you lived in Colorado, so yes. I'll take your because I don't know.
0: Yeah, we get you know we the the East Coast mm-hmm. that's the good pizza, great pizza, fantastic pizza. We get further away from it, further away from the, the pizza motherland. Gets worse pizza gets worse and worse. California pizza, horrendous.
1: What I mean, CPK. California pizza, pizza kitchen. kitchen
0: is bad. It's like flatbread with like blobs on it.
1: I don't like. Hate. It's not good. No, it's, it's bad. Not New York it's, pizza. Oh, I mean, but,
0: like, but but that's the thing. If it's not, you know, yeah, right. Why, why we're doing it's the taco thing. Uh huh. If okay, it's not a yeah. good taco, it's sure. not a good taco.
1: Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um. But I have a controversial. Uh, I'm a controversial pizza person already because I don't like the Detroit style pizza.
0: Well, that's not. I I would say that that's well within the bounds because it is an abomination of it's pizza. It's an
1: abomination. It's like
0: pizza is supposed to be a very specific thing. Yes. It is perfected.
1: Well, first on the of all, coast. I hate the square. Right. And I I will go down, I will fight. I hate the square pizzas because pizza's meant the sector is an experience. You start with a small end and mm. you work your way. It's like the opposite of um usual like eating in that like well like obviously the entire slice goes down as you go but the width of your bites goes up up which Fe- is that's a whole experience it is that's a sensory experience and i think you ruin square it
0: square ruins it yes well because like so i mean new york pizza best pizza I can do a square pizza. It just depends on like what's kind of ha- I I'm like it's more like I'm eating a sandwich at that point.
1: Yeah, well I, that sucks to me. Right why, right, right. why I'll just go eat a sandwich. Right. Why are we messing with this specific it's this it's circular and it isn't an accident. So
0: <laughs> I, I mean I'm just saying like Detroit square uh-huh sandwich. Yeah, it's still like, a sandwich. like it's a sandwich. Chicago deep dish, Uh abomination.
1: Total different thing. I still personally like it, but it's almost not a pizza. It's like it's a different food. (laughs) You know? Right. Like, yes, it's an arrangement of cheese and carbs and tomato stuff, but it feels like a whole, like, just it, it almost feels like it shouldn't be called Chicago style pizza. We could just name it like Chicago lasagna. Yes. Yeah. It is closer.
0: It's much closer to, to a lasagna. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you're not a fan at all.
0: No, I find see that's where it that's where it crosses. You know, I'm just like, this is not anything close to the source.
1: Yes, it's just it's become something else is strange because like okay the
0: theseus's ship of pizza
1: the kind of i guess they still call it pasta but when you have like a bunch of different kinds of pasta you're not like um mm. they're like different names for dishes like like you said like lasagna or um, right just the pile like of pasta or it, it does ruin it, it it's ru- different
0: it's like because like when you strip something down to its bare essentials uh-huh. and then find a way to present it in a way that like illuminates its uh you know it adds something to it without taking away uh-huh. from it okay you know yeah a spaghetti.
1: <laughs> and that's well, that's awesome least... when
0: you just pile a bunch of stuff on uh-huh. you're not you're not working within the confines of any one part of the puzzle you're just like serving glop
1: are you saying that of chicago style well or no when you say what you're style.
0: talking about like when it's just a bunch of pasta
1: uh-huh well i'm saying that with these different kinds of pasta we yeah. name them different things even though they're all pasta but they have distinct different like names for right. like oh it's a base different base sauce or i guess we name pizza we're, we're just doing it by city instead of by like a whole different category. Like it feels like a different food, you know? You can right, like right. you can like lasagna but not uh Alfredo or whatever pasta. But then it's weird for you to be like, I don't like pizza of th- or am I just over I just
0: No, you're you're crushing it.
1: I'm just gonna die on this square. So round season hill. four
0: of Lost. <laughs> that's <laughs>
1: when they ordered that time when they traveling the pizza. time travel pizza yeah <laughs> that part was wild well i mean time does or time so I mean,
0: time and pizza they're all going round and round if and it's in
1: the right shape so if it reflects so a clock a
0: clock uh you know? so we do have tour dates coming up and let's just uh blast like the first like 10 days let's get up to tree fort okay because people you, you are didn't
1: want you didn't want to hear I more about the hear. time pizza there I mean I we could bring
0: we live bring constructing the, we could bring the time pizza back
1: okay um yes we are going to be in Austin Texas on March 12th we're playing around 9 p.m at the half step bar and that's for Midwest house and we're very excited for that there is still
0: a negotiation <laughs> happening.
1: For probable, hopeful Mexico dates. Um, that's going to be a last minute announcement if it happens. Um, <laughs>
0: just, we're just real quick international show.
1: Flowing. Going with the flow here. Um, and then on March 16th, we'll be in Omaha at the Reverb. Yes. Lounge.
0: Reverb. And then the 17th, we go to Lawrence, Kansas at the replay. Yes, they really got a name We've got a couple. similar
1: back to back.
0: We've got a few of those like that on the tour. And every time I get to it, I'm like, that's fun. Yeah, 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 Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, so Reverb Omaha on the 16th of March, 17th, we'll be at the replay in Lawrence.
0: Which we then go to Wichita, Kansas Mm -hmm. to play at Kirby's. On the 18th, yes. On the 18th. Then we drive a lot drive, 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 drive to get to Denver to play the D3 Collective. Cool. Uh, the 20th, we play The Collective in Laramie, Wyoming. Nice. And the 21st, we play in Salt Lake City at the Beehive.
1: And Come on
0: out to the Beehive, everybody.
1: <laughs> after that, we'll see you um, at Tree Fort.
0: Tree Fort.
1: And that will be three shows that we're doing there. Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday Sunday.
0: Sunday. We are also doing a live show of this podcast
1: yes that'll be on saturday so uh look out for that app and then um after that
0: then we can see we i don't think that we need to. we'll you want to okay we'll talk about it later we'll we'll hit that on the end let's just get because this is coming out on march 9th and we're gonna get all of you i don't heart radio pod heads to come on out to those first brick of shows. Okay,
1: great. What's what's on the docket here today?
0: Liam's new song.
1: Oh, we're talking about Liam.
0: We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about Liam's new song. Is that because
1: he won't come on the podcast? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, it's my favorite Liam song. Okay. Well, so Liam plays in Summer Like This Season, the band that we play in. Yeah. And he did just release a new single for his band Legume. And um, he has not released new music in a little while, so it's cool. Yeah, it's and cool. It's a song he's had written for uh, years, and I used to hear him play when we used to live in the same house. I would hear him play this song, and I loved this. It's my favorite song, personally, that I've ever heard him write, and I would always be like, can you record that so I can have this song to
0: to listen, <laughs> listen to? to
1: at other times that aren't just um through a wall and i no longer share a wall so can i have that song (laughs) and it finally happened so hooray and you recorded it for him
0: i did yeah i'm breaking all sorts of rules this is i i don't want to talk about my friends on this podcast and i don't want to talk about things that i'm doing but i'm breaking the rules because we're going on tour i did record and produce this single you
1: don't want to talk about things that you're doing are, no, we, isn't that, are we is not are we always talking about things that Well, we're doing? no,
0: I mean like I don't want them to be the feature of the episode. Okay. You know, the title.
1: I see. Yeah, that's not the the core. That's not the core. That's not
0: what I, you know, I'm not just I am I doing self-promotion endlessly on this pod? Yes. But is the name of the episode the thing
1: endless self-promotion no no it is, yeah no it's Great, okay. a trap uh-huh
0: um but no that's what we're doing so yeah it was recorded here in the studio and it was really fun working with Liam on it we you know uh, did a very it's a very organic um pro- like appropriately loose rendition of it
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh yeah, it was it was just super fun. It's a I great song. I got to song. play piano. You played piano chorus, and you, and you and did I sang uh, vocals some harmonies. Yeah. yeah.
1: And um I do like there's a lot of things I love about the song. It's really catchy. Um the the melody is like just will just stay stuck in your head. The song is called Portion. <laughs> yeah. And um the like okay, well so it I mean I know it was written when we were living in this house in Corktown, and they had a particularly like
0: it it had a great porch yeah
1: it wasn't even great because like usually a great porch means like it's huge or something and there's like a bunch of room to hang out on it and it wasn't a huge porch but it it, was a great looked the
0: the hang
1: yeah i don't know there's something magical about that porch for sure and the uh, Liam had a little, like, a rocking chair out there. Yeah. I think it might still be there. I'm not sure if that rocking chair ever left. We'll go check. But, I mean, I I went through so much sitting on that porch. <laughs> like, I guess porches porches are kind of a place for contemplation. Yeah. And um, I personally have, like, a... a very complicated relationship with that porch in that I went through good and bad things i mean wow. i lived in that house for a four years A complicated porch well i mean the porch itself wasn't the complicated porch the porch depth. is great i just you know those places that you
0: experience things
1: are like pro- like you process like you sit i mean you can sit on a porch with friends you sit on a porch with people you uh have relationships with you sit on a porch alone and you kind of like go th- there's so many,
0: you know, that porch was the first <laughs> time that I saw a human being during quarantine. I, there was like, Oh, a, we sat out there. We right? sat on porch. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, it did become the spot of, um, no one going, no one was going in each other's houses. So we would sit on porch. Um, and the house, I guess it's kind of like, it was such a bizarre place that, that, we lived because it's this house in Detroit that is in an area that like was very, very quickly on its way to like an intense gentrification track. Yes. Um but there is like a, there's a neighborhood of houses around there, but it's on the other side of the block. And on the side of the block where the house is, there's like it's the last there's no it's super strange that there's a house there. Um, it is owned by a church, and it's basically on the property of a church. And the yeah. church is really like a, it, it, a wonderful they're like organization. A social justice church. Yeah, they mainly served as like a soup kitchen for the homeless. So um, that create there was like this population of homeless people that were always hanging out around that house, and so por- porching, sitting on that porch, like contemplating your own life, getting in your own head, while also having like the, some degree of Ambient chaos, but like simultaneously not that chaos for it being um like quite near downtown of like a major city. You would think it would be more wild, but it's like just right outside of the downtown. But it's in this area that's about to be super populated but there's this like conflicting there's this homeless community a tale
0: of two cities well
1: there's this homeless community that like has had a relationship with this church for like you know
0: a decade probably longer much longer yeah.
1: yeah and um and then there's all these things like literally right next door there's uh Oh no, you're good. I'll just. Yeah. So it, it was just kind of this interesting because there was a homeless population that, um, you know, there was a group of characters that were always around that uh ranged in like uh s- intensity from just like hilarious some or like uh weird usually goofy um and kind of just like um I love characters there was an occasional scary person (laughs) um it was just a whole it was a I mean, I kind of want to tell some of the stories of the people of the. I don't. I. I, I think that could be a fun thing. I don't want to get too off topic of the song. Oh, I, I mean, I think
0: of this is part of the song. This is part of Porchin. This, this is, is exactly yeah. why we do the podcast.
1: Well, so I mean, I like. It was such a bizarre time to live in that house too, because it was like these these communities were all coinciding. They were about to build this really fancy hotel next to the house and there was talk starting to happen between the people that were constructing it. And this hotel is, like, really, like, um, upscale. Yeah. High price, whatever. And um, they were trying to have a friendly relationship with the church, because what they ultimately wanted to do was buy the house and destroy it and yeah. have more space for the hotel. The church didn't want to sell any of their land because they knew that this area... Um, is obviously changing intensely. And And they
0: want to be able to continue serving the community. They want to be able to continue
1: serving the community, and I think they rightly understood that um, these businesses, some of them were going to not love the concept of homeless people existing around there. Um, And so... They, there was just a confluence of factors. Oh, and, and I sitting on that, that porch, you would uh, just watch the. My, f-
0: oh, my favorite, just really yeah. quick, my favorite thing about the church is that they they put up a very sassy sign a couple yeah, yeah, of yeah. years ago uh-huh. that "Not for sale since 1892." Yes, yeah, uh, they
1: <laughs> put that on the side of their building because I I'm sure I, I think that with... people have been trying to buy yes. it. Yeah, people yeah. have been intensely trying to buy the church, and they're like, no. Um, but sitting on that porch, you're like processing your own life as one does when they're like reflecting, uh, I don't know, you know, going through it in a rocking chair. Maybe you're not even going through it. It's just like a place of like being outside and, um, also, okay, just setting the scene more because there was something else that I always (laughs) found magical about the porch, I don't even know if Liam would... You don't know because he won't come on the podcast. Right. But uh, mm. I'm just going to speak for him that one of the things that I loved about that house was that the Detroit River is not very far away. Oh, yeah. It's close. And you could hear seagulls when you would sit out on the porch. That's so the nice. soundscape would be like you'd hear like seagulls in the distance, and you'd almost feel like you're near a beach. Like... And and the house was like sand colored. At one point, we called it the Sand Crawler. I don't think the name ever stu- that stuck. That did not. I think stick. that Evan wanted that to be the name, and it it didn't. <laughs> never, never caught on. But um, you would hear seagulls in the distance, and um, you'd have this like occasional bustle, but it was also really calm and quiet, even though you're so close to downtown and you can hear like the buzz of the city in the distance. And then there was, there were just so many people that were like transients that would be around for a few months, um, using the soup kitchen as like a home base. And so I guess, I don't know the I don't remember which of the people were, like, there at the time that Liam was there, um, but there was, uh, there was one, okay, man, there were just, there were so many ridiculous times, um, there was one lady who we called the gatekeeper, Yeah, and she, uh, she was just this old lady, and she would, she was definitely, like, um having like delusions of i assume like something schizophrenic cuz she would like be like c- cracking up w- with like the light pole like yeah. she'd be like talking to the light po- pole and she'd be like ah, ha, 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 she had this cackle that was like very witch like but she was totally nice oh yeah she was, i like, mean a that's a really the, nice person
0: the i i mean that is like in the mental health world it's that like having something um like a like a schizophrenia mm-hmm. or anything you are very unlikely to hurt somebody else. Yeah. Like it's in it's it's a lower ratio than like, you know, quote mentally well people who like flip out on their like, you know, wives or something. Is it something. really lower? Yes. I just assumed it was. Yeah, like the no, same. it's lower. Okay. Yeah, I you're I mean, you're you're just you're generally unable to like function enough to harm uh-huh. someone it's just it's like a it, it, it's the thing that like when when someone like does the big shooting and then a bunch of politicians come out and go like we need to crack down on mental health in this country it's, yeah. ju- it's just it's a it's an essential lie in the american system
1: totally that
0: uh then because it's like these are mentally well people they're just assholes <laughs> like yeah
1: <laughs> well and i mean also um you know yeah, it's just there's no one, no one's like helping, and this right. yeah the soup kitchen served as like a home base for some people while they're in, you know, yeah figuring out.
0: Oh yeah, I mean it's just so. I, I you know I, I'm 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 just doing a brief lib, yes <laughs> like lib disclaimer. But anyway,
1: yeah. okay, this lady, she's a character. She's kind of like a witch. Um, she's got gray hair. She's cackling it poles. Um, she always, like, she's, like, good, you know, she's good. Good hang. Good hang. Right. Um, and then one day, my housemate at the time, he is watching someone else's house. And he leaves a key. Okay, he's, like, doing, like, house-sitting stuff for someone on the other side of town. Yeah. He, that person got back into town. And so he left, left the key in a coffee cup on the porch. Like, probably kind of obviously to be like, because he was going to not be home and they needed to get back into their house. So he puts the key in a coffee cup on the porch um, and then goes to do whatever he's going to do. And then we get a text to everyone that lives in this house. And he's like, Hey, did somebody take the key off the porch that was in the coffee cup? Because I left it for my friend and he said he came over and there's no key in there. And we're all like, no I don't know what you're talking about and he's going he like sent a group message or whatever and no one knew and then once we were all back later that evening he was like this is so weird and he was talking to us all one on one and then he goes to one of my other housemates and is like you know yeah, any idea and he's like well I think I might know what happened <laughs> and we were like what what do you mean he was like, Well, I was out on the porch smoking. Uh, and this you remember, you know, the witch lady that like laughs at the the lamppost or whatever. Um, she came up and was talking to me and, you know, we were friendly chat and she said, uh, she said, I've got the key. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time, the text hadn't gone out. So right. he didn't know so the- what contextually- she was talking about. She just thought he just thought like it was a normal un a, nor, an, a normally unnormal conversation with this person that we had all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah, cool, you got the key. You know, I think it was what he said. I was like, good good for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then um she said, I put it in my pocket and now it's in a drawer and like <laughs> disappeared. So
0: gatekeepers got the key we were
1: like oh no the gatekeepers got the key um and then so then we had you know we tried to when we would see her we'd be like do you you have the key and she would just repeat i put it in my pocket and now it's in a drawer (laughs)
0: like
1: (laughs) run away (laughs) so then i think she thought that she had the key to our house right because it was on our porch that was what I determined. I yeah, think.
0: I mean, that would that, that's just solid logic.
1: And we were like, this is a key to a random house. Like, she can't get to the house that the key goes to because there was no way to know from the key. Right. But it's like, this, this doesn't go to This is a safe to, situation. A, yeah, this is a yeah. safe situation. But she does, she becomes, like, obsessed. The gatekeeper, as we called her. She becomes obsessed with our house because of this, like, connection that we now have <laughs> with the key. And... She starts bringing us. She makes like um these like what do you call it like shrines. Shrines. Yeah, yeah. To she would bring Hennessy bottles and fill them with like wildflowers. That's nice. And she would make like shrines, like many. There would be like 10 Hennessy bottles full of wildflowers and it was like you it would just appear. It seemed out of nowhere. And we'd come home, and there'd just be, like, a shrine on the porch. And then it started to get, like, she'd bring offerings to the shrine. Cool. So she would, like, take random stuff out of the trash or the lost and found. I'm not sure where she was getting the things. And the items would really range. It'd be, like, a weird CD, (laughs) like a GRE prep book. Uh Uh-huh. Like, uh, all, all over... The place and she would put them at the shrine as like offerings and then the only reason i know it was hers like one time i went to open the door and she was i mean I had, a, I had a shrine i had mean, a suspicion I,
0: I think it's a pretty she was mid
1: know. shrine and she set something down and went <laughs> like, like, ran away and it was this like it went on for an entire summer like i'd come home people would come Over and be like, what is going on? Because the porch was just this like Hennessy flower shrine and like with new offerings appearing all the time. And I would tell them the story of the gatekeeper, and I'd see her like sometimes, you know, skittering about, like (laughs) running around. And it was just this like. Kind of, I mean, she, There was really like a this like trickster supernatural quality about her, and I think I had like kind of built her up as like this like witchy figure uh-huh. that was like, just very intriguing and kind of ridiculous. And um, but the funny thing was, it ended in the most uh, um, like, no, like unmagical way. <laughs> I was, <laughs> you know, that you remember this. I part? I don't remember this part. Okay. This goes on for a whole summer, months and months and months. Then I'm going to my car and she comes over and she's like, ah, "Wait, wait, wait." And I'm like, "Oh, what's up?" And she's like, "Where uh which way are you going?" And I'm like, "I think I'm probably coming to your house." Yeah. And I was like, "I'm just going down the street." And she's like, "Is it on the like direction towards Grand Rapids?" And I'm like, Oh, no. She's like, can you take me to Grand Rapids? And I'm like, I can't take you to Grand Rapids. And she's like, okay. <laughs> 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 then I never saw her ever again. So I assume she went. The gatekeeper has duties gate in Grand Rapids, Rapids now. has a gate to keep in Grand Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> That's, but people like that, that was one of so many. It was just a constant. Rotation. We had someone. um, I mean, we had. This is like the other end. The only person that ever got violent. Ah, van man. Van man, and he was. Well, I I like to
0: think of him as just like an anthropomorphized van. Like he had just (laughs) melded into a van. He
1: was a van cryptid for sure. Yes.
0: Um, Walking around, yeah, van with legs.
1: And I mean. We still know someone that lives in this house and I do believe to this day Van, van Man haunts there. it. Yes. Yeah. Um <laughs> Van Man began in a fascinating so he was like sleeping in his van outside in the parking lot which happened all, all the, time. the time. And we were totally cool with, you know, whoever wanted. It was you know, there's the parking lot, it's the church's parking lot. It is the house is also shares it though. We sleep and- in a van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, and also honestly I personally noticed that, um,
0: oh, if there are people like that's the, um, it's a, it's like public policy in India and you can see it replicated in like New York subways with like low, they call it like low level crime. Yeah. Um, but like things like, things like begging or busking or like street, like, you know, like, oh illegally setting up a shop like on a corner, uh-huh. you know, like selling stuff on a table. Yeah. Um, so like these are all things that are technically crimes. But when someone is clearly posted up at like a corner or a subway stop or a parking lot and um, like existing on the outskirts of the law, Yeah. Um, it discourages major crime, like, you know, assaults, murder, robberies, like, Mm -hmm. all of that, like, that has more of a direct effect than policing, as far as just, like, regulating, like, serious harm being done to other people, because it's just, it's a clear witness that Mm -hmm. has nothing other, like, nothing better to do than witness.
1: Yeah, well, and I personally noticed because there was a high like car crime yeah, in yeah, that yeah. area and like as far as just stealing cars or breaking into cars and um when people were you know because people would do it for a few weeks or a month or what you know it, it wouldn't be like a constant someone staying in the parking lot but someone would be like going through something and they're in the parking lot for uh, you know a few weeks or a month or whatever and in those times we never had cars broken into yeah absolutely and when there when um there was no one sleeping in the parking lot was when all of the car crimes happened because car crimes did happen. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and I guess that that's
0: like the, the other side of the, the like low level offense thing is that if you are like sleeping or busking or begging in order to like maintain your position because when you're living that kind of life you want to be able to go to the same place every day because, yeah. you know, we're all creatures of habit. Yeah. You yeah. know, so like that subway platform or that street corner is your like it's your home. It's your place of business. It's all of those things. Um, You need to have a relationship with the community around you that doesn't get you kicked out of your spot. Yeah. You know, so you can't be doing like you can't be causing harm to society around you mm-hmm. uh and and that's like why like thi- you know things that like discourage people from like sleeping somewhere and all that it's like it makes society actively like more unsafe
1: well most of the time for, i was about to say time, most of the time
0: but it's the the uh you know it's yeah. we're we're i guess that i'm couching this in that yeah. like
1: most Statistically, of the time, it was all yeah. good. Van Man was <laughs> not all good, <laughs> so Van Man began sleeping in his van outside in the parking lot, and we were like, "Cool!" You know, we noticed yeah. a van's there. That's happens all the time. It's not weird. Um, and then basically the saga of the like who how his, like, supervillain origin story.
0: Technically, not to name names, but this is all Snall's fault. Yeah, we'll call him
1: Snall. Snall, sure. yeah. Okay, Snall, my housemate and friend, uh, was walking around, and he sees Van Man throw a, like, bottle out the window. And he's, like, upset because right. that is Big just security littering.
0: guard energy.
1: Yes, I, I do understand that it's right, like, it's, so yeah. I understand it's not awesome, littering's bad. And it was, you know, we kind of watch over that parking lot, there's gardens we were helping with. Yeah, yeah it is like, don't, don't throw the thing. But at the same time, I do know how small can be. be. <laughs> so he claims he never said anything, he just picked the bottle up and threw it away and uh, like looked at him with mm. anger I know that his, if nothing was said, the look was like, like, probably Very, like yeah. maintaining eye contact the whole time. And like, I am, I saw you did that, and I want you to know that I'm like mad at you. Yeah. Fan Man didn't love that.
0: <laughs> fan Man was not a fan of Snall.
1: And he then okay the next day he's just parks and he shines his brights into our living room (laughs) (laughs) which at first we're like like oh man this is a weird thing happening with this guy he's mad um and paul tells us what or snall oops whatever (laughs) whatever he he tells us that um you know the 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 story of what had happened the previous night, and we're like, okay, maybe he's just a little, he's a little he's ticked a little pissed, off or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it very quickly escalates, and the next day he tries to run Snall over <laughs> with his band, <laughs> which is very bad. That is bad. That's a response.
0: big crime. Yeah,
1: big bad, and he's definitely um mentally unwell. And later we find out, like, when he's on his medication, he's like really cool and Classic. nice, and then when he's not, he mm, becomes bad. yeah. Um, a murder machine. <laughs> so he tries to run him over, and then he ends up like running into other people's cars. Like oh, he hit he's like three of he's my just... housemates' cars, and like he's just like he's pinballing. Yeah,
0: and is then... the van starting to switch at this point? Because I know that shortly he... after, yes.
1: So so he disappears for like a few weeks, and we're like, oh my god, that was like terror- scary, and we have this like dude kind of like stalking the house, but then. Um, and also, like, it's, it was this weird where we don't really, like, we don't want to get the cops involved, but it's starting to get, like, physically dangerous. Yeah. And we're, like, but then he disappears. We're, like, oh, good. Everything's cool. And then he reappears. New vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> new van. And this cycle goes on for years where he'll disappear. He'll, like, disappear for sometimes months at a time. Yeah. You'll be like, he must have forgotten, but this is like, he's got like a honing device and he like goes, it's like, it's like a bird. He like migrates back to, to, and remembers that he hates whoever lives in that house. He no longer, Snall no longer lives there. Right. Right. And he just is like fixated on this house. That's like his mortal enemy. And, um, yeah, he just returns with his van and tries to <laughs> run it run over or and or just like run into people's cars like just general menacing menace chaos um van See, man. and I always returning think- in different vans which is just
0: uh, that's a lot of resources i think the van man is a cia plant yeah and that's your theory th- well i mean just like statistically like i was saying you're less likely to be causing harm to someone if you're like you are more statistically likely to be causing harm to americans Mm -hmm. if you are in the cia than if you are a mentally ill That's a lovely thought
1: i'm pretty sure statistically
0: (laughs) statistically it's more likely In this particular. Occam's razor. Occam's razor would indicate mm. that it is. I don't know if that's what <laughs> <happened>. <laughs>
1: Occam's razor <laughs> would indicate in this particular situation. <laughs> I think he might be mis razoring.
0: Ah, I think I fired my razor pretty straight and true here. <laughs> this man was at the CIA. <laughs>
1: He was he was there to spy.
0: He was there to spy and disrupt the left.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely disrupted, he, he disrupted everyone's lives that lived in that house. Um
0: it caused disarray, caused divisions yeah. amongst the people.
1: Yeah. Oh man, he was one of so many. There was a one there was someone who I mean, he was the only person that got that I was fully scared of. Right. There was one person towards the end that I was like, this could become a problem because he was leaving me. Oh,
0: the IRL Nigerian Prince scam? Yes. That he was, was leaving me. He, he left, left you a handwritten, notes. I have $30 million, but I need someone to send me $20,000 yeah. to access this $30 million.
1: And once you send me the money you owe me, I will give you the million <laughs> dollars. Yeah. And you will be my girlfriend? You w- Yes. Was part of it? That was part of it. But I was like, I'm moving soon, so. <laughs> So we could just, this yeah.
0: storyline doesn't need to be developed.
1: <laughs> oh, man. What a porch it was.
0: <laughs> Which is the what Liam's song is about.
1: Yeah. Well, and uh, so I don't think Liam's song is about these specific, it's like. Well, it's about the porch. It's about the porch. It's about sitting on the porch. It's about, like. Smoking
0: cigarette. Yeah. It literally is. That's the chorus. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Liam loves cigarettes.
1: Having relationships on the porch. Having you know reflecting on your life. And I think the thing that is like captured in the song is like you get really um, you can just really kind of like parse through and process things when you're sitting on the porch. And there's like on that specific porch a comical thing that happens where you're trying to parse these things or you're reflecting on your inner world. Mm -hmm. And then the outer world is this like general chaos of the people that are around and it like helps bring you out of your head.
0: Yes. Oh, (laughs) I mean, I think that's the most important—I think it's the single most important thing about living in a city, like, mm-hmm. surrounded by people, is that, um, I mean, you see it in—like, there's a reason that, like, a QAnon took hold in the suburbs and, like, rural areas. Yeah. You are stuck in your dumb, dumb head, and mm-hmm. you're not having— uh, you need Van Man to snap you out of your, like, personal uh, just, yeah, like... Because, you because if be you get going, in a loop, yes. you just wind up in a terrible place.
1: Well, I just think there's nothing like um. Wh- you, you say you're going... Whatever you're going through in your life, we're all going through something, yeah. Or, you know, or gonna be. <laughs> um, And there's nothing like the world kind of hitting you with a it's does not care because it doesn't, it's going. through You're its not own the only stuff. one here. Yeah, yeah. There's so many of. There's just.
0: There's just so many of you. Yeah. There's so many people. They're all doing something, and like you're just part of it.
1: And I think it's that's important. It's I don't know. Like as I said on the last episode, I, I'm going through a sad time right mm-hmm. now. And I think that kind of seeing the humor in taking anything about yourself seriously because you're just a goofy blob of like waves and particles, and
0: yeah, um, that's a star star stuff, yeah, yeah, some
1: star stuff, and then there's a bunch of others, and they can just like decide to make it, you know.
0: Hennessy Shrine.
1: Hennessy Shrine, or they can decide that you are the object of their van's obsession. It wasn't me,
0: it was the van. Okay, (laughs) Van Man wasn't a CIA agent, but the van was. Oh,
1: for sure. There we go. Okay. Okay. There we go. Yeah, in the ever-rotating Right, suspicious. Yeah, it's like a 007 kind of cover going on there uh-huh. like maybe it was the, the same the van Connery, but with a different, the the yeah. pierce brosnan uh-huh
0: yeah facial reconstruction of the van
1: yeah um but listen to liam's song it's
0: it's out now yeah. it's called Porchin by legume
1: it's very good